Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Season of Heels now available yes. to binge on stars. Uh, it makes binge sense what? to binge what well, this is it now. Now we can do it. Uh, it makes sense. To There's no excuse. It. No, I think I think a lot of people were waiting for it all to to land, all the episodes to land, and then they go right. I'm just going to watch everything in one go now. That tends to be how yes. we do it. Is that how? I mean, we're by the way, it's uh, we're joined by Jay, the stunt rooster from Heels. Hey. Wild card, Jay Spade, everybody. <laughs> Wild card, Jay Spade, uh, the stunt double for uh, for Alan Maldonado, Fernando from from Heels. What an amazing, Heels, yes. what a mate! Great to be to be chatting to you today. Are you a binge watcher? Before we get into anything, Jay. Man, I I am still I am still a little bit of old school. Like I can sit down and watch the episodes week by week by week with no problem. But like if something is released all at once, I have no problem with just kind of like just sitting down and just locking in spending eight to ten hours to 12 hours just watching the same show over and over and over again so i, I can do both it, 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 it doesn't matter to me as long as it's good i'm going to stick with it what was the last now, thing you binge engaged. watched uh, all right so the last thing i did somewhat binge watch was squid games um Ooh. yeah i know <laughs> So I didn't I didn't watch the entire uh, series in one day. It was like two days, a span of two days. I kind of knocked like six episodes and then finished like the last uh, half of it and whatnot. Um, but man, like when I was doing like during quarantine lockdown, oh, I was binge watching everything. Uh, they had like the Wu-Tang series. I was binge watching that. Um, Lupin, that had came out around that time. I was binge watching that. When Tiger King came out, I was binge if it's like on Netflix and like I don't have much to do, like all right, I'll sit down and I'll just binge watch and go through like a bunch of shows and stuff. It's been like twelve or thirteen hours watching stuff. And Heels is now available a part of that binge watching street if you're looking to do so. But let's take it back to the beginning then, Jay. So how did you come okay. to be involved in in the show? Well, the only reason why I got that job is because I hate to admit it, because of Luke Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> We we were talking about Luke. 
before we got started, because yeah, full disclosure, uh, you'll have heard the Luke Hawks interview. You're now hearing the Jay interview. They're done back to back. And uh, this interview was running a little bit late because Luke and I were, were having a slightly longer chat than expected. And I was like, and I made the comment that I know Luke's very busy and Jay was telling me that's not the case. And No, that's... <laughs> I mean, you're the Apparently thing Luke is work shy. That's what Jay is. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, let me take it back a little bit further. And the reason why I know so much about him in general the reason why I got the job is because of Luke Hawks. The reason why I'm even around Luke Hawks is because he is one of the guys who trained me in pro wrestling. Literally, as I started training at Wildcat Sports in New Orleans, Louisiana, um, I looked up, like, training within the area that I was living in. And I saw Wildcat Sports, and, you know, Orlando Jordan name was attached to it, but also Luke Hawks' names was attached to it, too. I'm like, well, I know who Orlando Jordan is. He wrestled in WWE. Who the hell is Luke Hawks? So I Google his name. First thing that pops up, Luke Hawks tries to kill Matt Hardy. Then they showed a video <laughs> of Matt falling off the top turnbuckle and splatting on the ground. And then they're like talking to Luke and Luke is like, yeah, he deserved it. So what? And I'm like, oh man, this dude's a killer. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know nothing about him, but I just know he just like attempted to kill somebody. So this was years ago, almost 10 years ago now. And I started training at Wildcat Sports, um, pretty much became kind of one of the top students out of the school, and then went on to perform at the Wildcat Sports shows that we have in New Orleans, Louisiana. So I've always been one of his top students. So when this role came along, he was attached to it. He was like, hey, look, I think you'll be good for this stunt double, for, uh, Alan Molinado. And he said, you know, you have to do like a little bit of high flying stuff like that, but I think you're fit for it. Flash forward to after all this filming and whatnot for season one, I, I now feel proud of the work that I did as the Rooster Stunt Double. But it all started with him, and even my wrestling career started with him. I hate to admit that, even though I have to. I still hate it. Bleep that part out of the interview because I hate to admit <laughs> I hate to give him any credit. <laughs> Where did your passion for wrestling come from initially, Jay? Oh, man, it's... I, I do have to say I started watching wrestling late. I didn't really grow up with it as an infant or even as a toddler or whatnot. I got into wrestling around like uh, 1999, 2000. And I was roughly like just getting into like middle school and stuff like that. So a lot of my friends growing up, they were watching and I didn't care for it. I'd be like, man, look, this stuff is fake. Like, why y'all watching this stuff? Look, they're, they're not even hitting each other. Why y'all watching this? It's, it's, it's kind of fake. And it, it, it really clicked to me when it started like becoming an obsession. I watched the, uh, it was the 2000 Royal Rumble. It was Mankind versus, uh, I'm sorry, Cactus Jack versus Triple H. I watched that street fight match. And from that point on, I was kind of hooked because I started to realize what was the reason, like why everybody was so drawn to it. I've always been to, I've always been to comic books, like Power Rangers and stuff like that. And just seeing the wrestlers perform, they reminded me of superheroes. So as opposed to looking at everything like, oh, this is real, this is fake, this is whatever, I just looked at it for entertainment and for art. And from there, all the way all throughout high school, I always watched it. And it just got to a point to where it was like, I was in high school and I always looked weights. I was like, man, you know what? I look like I could possibly do this. Like I'm watching guys like Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, and I'm like, I think I can possibly pull this off because 
I'm no different than them as far as size. And that obsession just carried all throughout college. And once I was on graduate, man, I was, I was all in. It's a, becoming a professional wrestler. And it led to you um, being a part of Wildcat Sports. And we, we talk a lot with, um, with Luke about Wildcat. And it's one of those promotions that, des- that, that draws such an amazing support in, but, need, mm-hmm. but should get more love, should get more focus. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's, it's kind of one of those weird things. So it's like we're really well known in between like our circle. Like if you go to like Louisiana, we're pretty much like the hotbed for professional wrestling. There's some other smaller promotions, but ours, ours is pretty much the biggest. Um, we have like the top talent and a lot of that top talent comes from our school. So really just having like a lot of local well-known guys who, you know, you may see out and about within your streets, but then when you come to the shows, there's these bigger than life characters and they're performing right in front of you. A lot of the local people love that. Now local fan base love the work that we put on. It's just kind of one of those things where like when you venture out, if you go to like the Northeast or the West Coast, you know, a lot of people don't really gravitate towards us unless they're in our area. So, I mean, we have a few fans from the West Coast who fly out just to see us at Wildcat Sports. But, you know, as far as like bringing Wildcat Sports to the West Coast or getting the press for them to advertise in the West Coast, a lot of companies don't really want to, you know, they'll deal with us, but they don't really want to give us like the hot type of hot shot that we'll normally get or the type of love that we'll get in our home base. And we have brought in massive names for all around the world. Brian Cage, Stevie Richards, we had Homicide, we had Keith Lee before he signed, uh, Shane Taylor from uh, Ring of Honor. He's been our champion uh, numerous times. We get a lot of big guys who, before they sign, have wrestled at Wildcat Sports. It just, you know, to me, it's kind of like one of those things, it's going to take some time. We don't have our viral moments and stuff like that. PJ Hawks, jumping off of the third floor at the mall. We even had the uh, years back later, the girl, she was getting German suplexed on a chair before anybody was doing it. And we got like a lot of viral moments from that too. But it takes time, you know, and I think we are getting to the point to where people are going to be like, hey, look, you know, we hear stuff about like MLW, you know, even uh, Pro Wrestling Gorilla and stuff like that. But Wildcat Sports is another company that we should take notice of. In terms of your placement within Wildcat, um, and L- Luke is one that is very the, the passion for wrestling that that, that Luke has uh, is is phenomenal, and he will put people in positions and situations when he deems them <clears throat> in a position where they're ready and there's the respect there. So you took on and beat Stevie Richards for the Wildcat title, <laughs> and, and yeah. that, that would have been a moment that wouldn't have just been chosen at random. That would have been the decision like, yeah, you're ready for this. You're going to do this. And you guys knock it out of the park. That must have been a really special night for you. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know it was, I really didn't believe it was going to happen until that actual show. Like a few of the guys, like one of the guys, one of the head trainers, Matt Lancey, he told me, hey, look, we're thinking about putting the belt on you. I'm like, yeah, you're lying. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I, I think we're going to put the belt on you. You're lying, you're lying. It's, yeah, stop it. You know, I'm thinking it's a rip the whole time. Mind you, I had, uh, it might have been maybe like a week before, I had just came back from doing a, a trip to the UK. So I was doing some wrestling shows out there. And pretty much I came back and it was like, yeah, we think we're going to put the belt on you. So I'm not even worrying about it. I'm like, okay, whatever y'all say. And when it gets to like pretty much the moment of the show, Stevie's like, 
yeah, so this is the finish. We're going to do this, blah, 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 blah. And then you'll pin me. I'm like, oh, oh, you're for real? Oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, okay, we're going to, you know, I'm going to put you over. Oh, like, this is for real, for real. Like, <laughs> this is no joke. Like, yeah, you know, congratulations and stuff. So <laughs> it, it's one of those moments to where it's like, honestly, to me, Wildcat School and the Wildcat, the promotion, is almost like my alma mater. It's pretty much the college that I went to. So from the moment I stepped in and I started training, me to be the heavyweight champion was just kind of like one of those goals that I wanted. And even if I don't win a championship in any other promotion, that promotion there, considering the fact that, you know, it's something that I trained at, and then also I'm still training other students at as well, it's, it, it means the most to me. So me winning that heavyweight champion, and then at the time I was the longest reigning champion. I had the title for 471 days. And yeah, I was the longest reigning at that time. It, it meant a lot. And, you know, I don't know if it was just Luke by itself. It might have been some other guys because I don't think Luke is that generous towards me. But, you know, it, it still was a pleasure to be like the, at the forefront of the company at that time. I want to talk about your work at Heels, but before I do, I'm just intrigued because you, you you mentioned there about, about <clears throat> dipping into the UK, and I know it was uh, working with with WAW with the Knight family, uh, like the wrestling <laughs> legends. This side of the water are the Knight family. Like, what are your some of your experiences of of wrestling in the UK? Yeah, it it was it was a grind. Like, it was a lot of work, which I expected. Like when I first met uh Sarai, I was like, man. You know, like, I, I would love to come over there and stuff like that and, you know, work for y'all. So it was like, you know, if you do it, you're going to do the camps. You're going to be looking at wrestling two or, two or three times a day. I'm like, cool. No problem. No problem at all. Like, you know, when you get there and you're, you go to one town, you set the ring up, you work for that crowd, you break it down, you go to another place, set the ring up. Like, you're doing all this, but then maybe uh, a 10-hour time frame. And, you know, and it's pretty grueling, but I, I loved it. All I really had to do from that point on was just wake up, wrestle, eat, and go to sleep. Nothing else. And just that, having that consume my whole day was just a pleasure. I wish I could have spent more time out there. I know they normally do, like, some bigger shows that I was trying to be a part of. But, man, like, I, I love and – and I, and I learned a lot, too, in that small time from as far as working smaller crowds and working different crowds, too, because, granted, we all can wrestle. But like to be entertaining and to get everybody engaged, sometimes we have to mix it up to get a different crowd engaged and see your character. It's a it's a very different crowd to work with, and it's uh, and and never say never to coming back and doing that again. You talk about um, living and breathing just wrestling. Uh, I imagine similarly long days working on a show like Heels. And let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about that. You were, you were the stunt double for Rooster, for Alan Maldonado. Can you remember the first time you met Alan? Man, it was... So before I was even hired for the gig, um, they just had me come in and pretty much just stand next to him side by side. And at that time, I was... Man, I, I might have been like 200 and maybe 15 pounds because up until that point just me wrestling I've, I've been trying to be like a legit heavyweight so I was like before I even got on the heels I was eating four or five times a day working out constantly trying to be as big as I could possibly be and then when they put me next to Alan it was like 
yeah, you know, y'all, y'all favor each other, but you're extremely too big right now. So he was like, hey, look, man, I think you're good for the part as far as looks. If you can uh, slim down a little bit and I'll gain a little bit more weight, you know, just kind of meet up in the middle. He was like, other than that, he was like, dude, look, I- I'm fully into the role and stuff like that. So he was always cool. When we came back the second time, I had got like a bit smaller and whatnot. But us just filming, Alan was like just straight up the coolest guy. Anything, any questions I had for him, like he'll, he'll just be like cool to answer it. Even if I'm like, cause I'm kind of dibbling, dabbling into writing, kind of trying to do like some comedic writing and stuff like that. He was like, dude, whatever you need help with, I'll film with you or, you know, if you want to write something down, just kind of have me like read through it. Like I'm all for it and whatnot. So, but no, it was a pleasure. One of the coolest people on set. And honestly, I didn't even expect that from him because I'm like, all right, he might be Hollywood to where it's like, yeah, just do your stuff and get the hell away from me. But like, he was all, all warm, welcoming, cool to hang out with and stuff like that, man. Um, what was his, um, what was his opinion on wrestling coming into it? And what was his uh, opinion on wrestling coming away from it? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. He, he knew what it was, like he understood kind of like what the wrestlers do inside the ring um, as far as the, the show performance of it. But kind of like the grueling aspect of physically working out and then kind of like traveling on the road and just kind of doing some of the physical stuff we do in the ring. A lot of times people don't realize how stiff that ring can be. And also they don't realize how hard those ropes are because some of them might be cables and it might be legit ropes. So when we're teaching you how to run the ropes, that stuff actually hurts your body. And then it's like, yeah, so y'all run the ropes, y'all bang up your body doing this, and y'all still go work out. We're like, well, yeah, we do. So it's kind of like, and don't get it twisted. Even though I am the stunt double, man, I honestly want to say like at least 85% of the stunts Alan attempted to do. And if he, even if he attempted to do it, even if he couldn't do it, he still tried. And there's a lot of it that he did do, and that's still on camera, that's on the show. So it wasn't like as if, you know, they showed him in the ring in his uh, gear and all that, and then they just switched me in it. 
No, Allen was doing a lot of this stuff himself. So, you know, I think once he, once he kind of like was done with filming and all that, he had a deeper appreciation for it because we'll do this, we'll bang up our bodies and then we'll go right back to the gym the next day. Then we'll go sit in a car and drive for like eight hours. So it was like a deeper appreciation, like, yo, y'all do some crazy stuff, but y'all just shrug off the pain like it ain't nothing. You see, I, I came into this interview thinking that it was it was yourself that did the twisting crossbody, but I'm now thinking it might have been Alan. I'm not too sure anymore. <laughs> Look, I would tell you one thing. There was a, there's like a battle royal that we have, I think is episode five. And if you look at it, Rooster does a backflip and Apocalypse catches him. I'll tell you no lie, and I give all the credit to Alan. We were uh, first rehearsing over that, that, that spot, that part for the battle royal. I really couldn't, I was having the hardest time of backflipping, but doing it to where the guy could actually catch me. And Alan, to all his credit, that dude went in there because he's been practicing gymnastics and stuff too. He went in there and he did it with no ease. And they're like, damn, aren't you supposed to be a stunt double? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I am, but look, y'all got to start doing this. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm like, that's the money shot. <laughs> so it's like, eventually I did it too, but Alan is just as talented. Like, I can't take anything away from him. You know, there's certain things we kind of switched me out in place of because I did do that corkscrew uh, crossbody. But like later on during the show, Alan was doing a lot of stuff himself where he was like, man, look, if you're going to try it, then at least let me try first. See if I can do it. <laughs> if I can't do it, I'm going to let you go at it. <laughs> You've got to admire that about somebody who wants to throw themselves into the role like that. I think that's amazing. Um, you you work with a few, uh, few of the guys from Wildcat on the show as well. But then a few other people popped up in the show that, that caught our eye. CM Punk <laughs> was there. And uh, oh, he, he's doing that. He's, he, was a, he was a guy from seven years ago. I don't know what he's doing with himself Sorry. now. <laughs> that must have been a buzz. Did you get to spend much time chatting to CM Punk? Yo, surprisingly, I did. And Why surprisingly? I, yo, I was, yo, okay, first and foremost, I don't, I don't really think, I, I don't, I'll put it like this, I don't expect everybody to be nice towards me. Like you could be cordial, but as far as like somebody to come and be like, hey, look, you want to go hang out? You want to get some dinner, get some lunch, or chill? I don't really expect that. So when it happens, it's like, okay, this is a, a little bit out of my ordinary or what I'm usually accustomed to. But there was a few times Punk would sit down. He would chat with us. Um, we went out and we got like Korean barbecue and stuff. Like a bunch of us just like sat at the table. And he was telling us stories of when he wrestled for WWE and, you know, how he's still doing like MMA fighting fighting and stuff like that and how he keeps his body in shape. And I'm like, dude, I really didn't expect you to do all this. Because, you know, some people, they come in, they just do their part and they leave. And he was kind of one of those guys where it's like, yeah, you know, I sit around and, you know, talk to the guys and talk to the workers and stuff like that. And this was before AEW, before he was really training for AEW. Like he came on set and he was like, yo, this is the first time I've been inside of a ring and it's like, man, probably like maybe seven years. So, and it was just amazing that even while we was in that training, he would kind of like just kind of walk in, look at what we were doing, kind of critique us on certain things and stuff. He would like hop over the ropes, run the ropes, bump a bit. And like, he still looked like he was in great shape. So just for that guy to be kind of like, you know, hey, look, let's sit down, let's talk, let's chat. 
yeah, I don't mind going out for uh for food with y'all and stuff. I'm like, shit, I'm nobody. I'm not <laughs> I'm not signed, but if you want to hang out with me, cool, man. Like that's that's all good. I'm so no, glad that there were people on that, that that you that you got people on the set who were who were nice because I feel like you seem quite surprised that, that people wanted to to hang out and talk to you. <laughs> and I think that's like I've only spoke to you for 20 minutes and, and, and I want to hang out with you. There's obviously a vibe, there's an energy about you, man. Hey man, look, 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 I appreciate it. You know, I look, Luke is like the guy that everybody knows. So like they go, of course they're going to go talk to him and stuff like that. It's almost like with me, eh, like, Hey, look, you know, if y'all, y'all catch a vibe with me, if y'all fool with me, I'm all, I'm all about it. And what like, you obviously give off an aura. Like there obviously is something. (laughs) It's something. I don't know that rooster vibe, but that wild card vibe. <laughs> Either one. <laughs> uh, uh, post, uh, we've seen fo- wonderful photos of you guys all together at the at the season finale, uh, the and and yes. walking the red carpet for the show. And um, what was the last? Can you remember the last conversation you've had with Alan and uh, and and where you guys are? Do you stay in touch? Man, I think that the, yeah, the last time I hit him up, um, it was for his birthday. Yeah, the last time I hit him up, it was for his birthday. That was like some time in May. And I, I, I'm horrible with dates. So if anybody tells me a birthday, I'm not going to remember it. I'll remember the month, but not the day. I'm just that horrible with it. And I seen somebody posted like, happy birthday to Alan. So I texted him. He was like, yeah, man, that's like a week from now. Like, you way too early. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, yo, my baby. He's like, Dude, it's all good. Just hit me up a week from now or whatnot. So <laughs> better to be too so, early than too late. Exactly. Or just not at all. Well, not at all. <laughs> but no, like, other than that, like other than that, like he was he was real cool. So like I still I still have like a line. Like if I need help, I need to reach out to him. He's always like, just hit me up and just let me know. Uh, how did uh, the, the filming sort of impact your your in-ring career? Because I know sometimes like uh, with, with with filming something like this, it could be all encompassing. Like, did you fight? Did you did you make time to wrestle whilst you were doing heels, or were you just laser focused on heels? Well, really, with with the TV show, uh, considering like we had the the big COVID restrictions, I wasn't really allowed to wrestle uh, in that many places, like during the filming process. Because I mean, really, if it was to leave the state and come back to the set, they would want you to quarantine for like uh, two weeks. But within those two weeks, they may need you for filming. So it was like, hey, just stay put. So, I mean, really, I didn't even do, uh, besides heels, I didn't really do much much wrestling outside. It was like one show that I did on the tail end of filming. Um, but other than that, I really didn't do any wrestling until after we were done, just because everybody was so restricted on COVID. And we did have a few people get sick with COVID during filming. So that was like, hey, just stay put, don't leave. Um, we're going to try to get through this, this filming process as fast as possible. So That's I mainly fair. stood put. Yeah. I didn't get much done. Uh, but it was, uh, obviously the wrestling world back open again. Now, uh, looking ahead for the next couple of weeks, Jay, where can, where can we find you? Man, I am still trying to get out there. I mean, Wildcat had a few shows set up, unfortunately kind of with COVID and with uh, hurricane Ida which hit the state uh, roughly about like a month now. Everything's still trying to like open back up or people are still trying to get buildings and houses fixed. So Wildcat may, we may have something 
lined up soon, maybe at the end of the year or the beginning of next year. Um, other than that, like my schedule is open. I'm reaching out to a few places. Anybody's looking to book the wild card, like by all means, contact me, email me at jroyalflush at hotmail.com or hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, at the wild card, jspade, uh, or even on Facebook, jspade. But my calendar is pretty open right now. Anybody's looking to book me, hey, just, just say the word. <laughs> Get jspade and, and, and that weird mythical aura that he carries with him. As part of your wrestling show, <laughs> by reaching you can out. You both of us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, real quick, if you mind, can I do some more shameless plugs? Absolutely. <laughs> Plug away, sir. <laughs> also, check out my YouTube channel. Just look up J Spade Wrestling. I have over 50 matches on my YouTube page, promos, sketches, and some more interviews as well, too. Like I said, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at Wildcard J Spade, on Facebook, just look up J Spade and that's the letter J, not the word J. A lot of people get that mixed up. Do you want to plug the slime season merch? Oh, snap. You know about the slime season merch? What the? <laughs> Put your mind. Tom, who, who told you all this? Did me research, mate. Did me research. Yes, yes. We have the slime season merch. That's the tag team with me and Buku Dao. Um, another person you should. You should try to get on the show. If you can get both of us on the show, that'd be hilarious. But yes, um, with me and Buku Dao, he's signed to MLW. Together, we are Slime Season. We have some brand new Halloween glow-in-the-dark T-shirts that are available. Um, just email me, jroyalflush at hotmail.com to get those. You can also get these two, the Wild Card J-Spade T-shirts. I don't know if that's showing too well. <laughs> we got it. We got it. We got it. <laughs> Even you can email me at my email address, jroyalflush at hotmail.com to order these shirts as well, too. Yeah, man. Uh, man, damn. anything else, Tom? Is, is there anything we, else I'm missing? I think we touched all the bases. I think we have. I think we have. I think there's enough yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube, the shirts, the Twitter, the, the Instagram, the email. Yeah, we've got it. We'll just, we've got it, Jay. We've got it. We'll just real quick, real quick, if I could, what was your thoughts on heels oh, as an entire? Since, I, the, since the season is over. Now, it's, now, what's lovely is, I said this to Luke, is that I watched it with my good lady, who isn't a wrestling fan. Um, I loved it. I thought the, mm -hmm. the big thing for me was that it, it kind of it told non-wrestling people about wrestling, but not in a sort of a cringy, crap way. Like, it, mm -hmm. it brought them in in a way that was inviting and not too, uh, uh, not too spiely, not too cheesy. Um, I thought Chris Bauer as Wild Bill is phenomenal. Yes. Uh, just, <laughs> I had that moment where we watched the airplane scene and went, oh, this is, oh, oh, that episode of Dark Side. Oh, oh, God. Oh, this is Too soon. Oh, this is interesting. Because Bauer didn't know, apparently. He didn't know that he was lampooning something that really happened. God love him. God love him. Um, I thought, I, I thought, and I said this to, to Luke and we had our chat. I think Alexander Ludwig genuinely looks like a wrestler that would work yes. a local show that would get plucked for greater things. Like he looks yeah. like that. And, and, and Stephen Amell as, as Jack looks like, like your hardened indie vet. <laughs> they play yes. it. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to spoil the last episode. We only I watched it yesterday. Cause I'm chatting to Michael mm -hmm. Waldron over the weekend. Yeah. And, uh, 
I I thought the ending was was very unexpected uh, from a from a a, a a crescendo point of view, and also a bodily function point of view. Um, <laughs> Uh, I just, I loved it. I loved it. And, and the bellwether's my good lady who isn't a wrestling fan. And mm-hmm. even, and, and she was like, this is really good. And but she said, she said that sort of stuff, like the whole, like they're showing them that they're, they're plugging a show. That's going to be competing against them in the same time. Yeah. That doesn't happen though. Does it? I was like, Oh, it does. Oh yeah. It does. Oh, <laughs> yes, it does. To which I pulled up like three examples of uh, in the UK. <laughs> Of like indie promotions running up against each other just just out the of same spite. Time. <laughs> like, no, it no, it happens. She said, um, she said, people don't get that precious about the belt, do they? Oh, oh they do. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man, shockingly accurate. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, a, and I try to make sure I ground myself and not getting too consumed with the. Uh, championship belt and as far as the main event and you know my place on the card and whatnot pretty much I'm kind of like at the point where I'm like all right just give me time to go out there and perform and I'm going to win over the crowd yeah whether it's babyface or whether it's heel I'm going to win over the crowd but some people aren't at that mindset yet and you know it, it takes a little bit of growing up which is uh, going back to heels which is what Ace has to do him being the baby brother he doesn't know any better he's still young he still wants it to be all about him. So, and I love that aspect of the show. It's great. It's great. It just tells, it's, it's such a nuanced, wonderful story that's told. And, and here's, here's all fingers crossed, fingers and toes crossed for a season two. So. Hey, season two. And Hey, hopefully it might be on the writing block. Maybe the wild card Jay Spade might be introduced into the show. Oh. We don't know though. We don't know yet. I'm, I'm seeing double <laughs> four roosters. We don't know yet. <laughs> I want you, you and Ro- you and Rooster to do the me the Spider Man meme where you both point at each other. Hey man, we got Ace Spade, we got Jack Spade, we'll have Jaden Spade. <laughs> there you go. I think it's I, I like the idea of Jay Spade and Jay Spade. <laughs> so knows, Jay man? Spade walks in and Ace goes, "It's our long lost brother." <laughs> Very long lost brother. Very long. Hey, we don't know what Tom Spade did. <laughs> he did something nasty, that's for sure. He's been around that boy ass. Constant spades all coming in. Oh god. Oh. Oh, Jay, this this has been this has been bloody lovely. Thank you so much for taking oh, time. Oh man, man, thank you. Thank you. I greatly appreciate it, man. This and I gotta age. thank Luke for this, even though I hate him. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll thank Luke. We'll definitely thank Luke. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack 
for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 